This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. I have a personal announcement, though. Uh, I'm placing a personal bounty on the head of Tim McCracken. He's the coach and chief punk on that Syracuse team. A, a bounty? Yeah. A hundred bucks of my own money for the first of my men that really nails that creep. Uh, that's 8 o'clock at the War Memorial, the uh, Syracuse, and the all-new Charleston Chiefs. Thanks, Rich. Uh, not to worry, kid. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome back for another edition of The Drop Podcast, as always. I am your host, Lance Descott. In today's podcast, we're going to be going over round two, game two, between the Blues and the Dallas Stars. In the Blues' first round series against the Jets, there were several games where they dominated. Defensively, offensively, goaltending, they just played great in all facets of the game. So far in this series, I have not seen that at least not for a whole game. In the first game, I thought the Blues came close to dominating the first period and a half, two periods, but it just didn't have the same feel as those games against the Jets. In the second game, just came out flat, totally flat. They looked slow. They didn't look like a team that was confident. And for some reason, they don't play great at home. They just don't. They haven't all season. There's been some times where they've shown some brilliance at home, but other times it's like it's a crutch to play at home, and that's strange. Because if you talk to most players on the Blues or players on any NHL team and ask them, would you rather be on the road or would you rather be at home? I would say 85 to 90% of them, maybe more, are going to say they would rather be at home. But for some reason, I don't know if it's the Blues feel comfortable or if they're around their families or what, but they just do not do good at home. They lost the first two games at home against the Jets in the series and were able to really play well in game six and dominate and pull that series out. The thing that's really concerning me about this series so far, even though it's tied one to one, is it just doesn't have that feel that the Blues are very confident. Even though they won game one, three to two and look pretty good for about a period and a half or two periods, they don't look super confident. Their stars are taking the play to him. Their stars are being physical and the stars are getting under their skin. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy to have won the first game. Even if you only win one game at home, at least you didn't let him sweep you at home. Let's go ahead and get into the game two highlights. The stars, as I said, came out very quick. They were physical. They were putting pressure on Jordan Bennington, and they would get the first goal of the game just a little over seven minutes in to make it one to nothing. Zuccarello in behind the net. Zuccarello puts on the brakes. Out in front, Hintz scores! Rope Hintz gives the Stars a one nothing lead in game two. How about the work of Matt Zuccarello on that goal? Ever aware and persistent in the slot. He started it all off with a really good screen. Hintz is going to shoot the puck, Zuccarello with the chip, and then Zuccarello, AJ, goes to work, 
He's gonna just buy some time, and then Rupe hits, puts it to the back of the net. It was Edmondson trying to find Rupe hints. Rupe has been so dynamic for this, this team through the playoffs. Dunn allows Zuccarello to skate around with the puck, doesn't really bring the body to him, which I understand a little bit. You kind of got to be cautious because you want to make sure you keep guys out from the front of that net while you're still trying to defend the guy that's in the corner skating with the puck. But I think he could have taken a more aggressive stance with him. But Zuccarello finds hints in front of the net. It looked like Bennington had it but it trickled in and the Stars go up one to nothing. That would be Hintz's third goal of the playoffs. Zuccarello, who came over from the Rangers at the trade deadline, gets his second assist of the playoffs. Dickinson gets his first assist, 7 minutes, 11 seconds in. After that goal, it seemed to me that the Stars really poured it on. There would be a four-on-four -four opportunity, and Heskinen, who the Stars are very upset about not being a Calder finalist, gets his second goal of the playoffs, 13 minutes, 39 seconds in, to make it two to nothing. Here's Hintz, Hayskinen heading for the net, Hayskinen scores! What a setup, two nothing, Dallas! Electrifying speed through the neutral zone, four on four, more room. Forwards have the opposition defense. Zuccarello's had a great start to this series, backhand pass, Rope Hintz is gonna get the puck, where's the forward tracking? On Hayskinen, well, a little late getting there. Alex Petranzo, the defenseman's up, he throws it wide, and then off to the races, AJ, go the Dallas Stars. I remember that Petrangelo is a defenseman, so he does that, and he's out of the play. Got a back checker there, but not enough, especially against a strong skater like Hayskinen. All night long, the Stars had no problem at all bringing the puck out of their end, into the neutral zone, and into the offensive zone. The Blues just kept backing up, backing up, or they would miss an assignment and have to try to skate back to catch up to the Stars' players. And this goal is a huge example of that happening. When you play a bad defensive game, it's going to cost you a game nine times out of ten. That goal by Heskinen would be a second of the playoffs. Hintz gets his third assist. Zuccarello gets his second assist of the game and third of the playoffs. 13 minutes, 39 seconds in, it's two to nothing. The Blues responded very quickly after going down two to nothing. Less than a minute later, Colton Pareko gets his first goal of the playoffs to make it 2-1. Ryan O'Reilly out to the right side, Pareko. Pareko has time, shoots, he scores! Good job off the forecheck here by St. Louis, getting it and then crashing the front of the net. Colton Pareko takes his time, puts a low shot, and it's all that traffic in front. Catches Dallas Stars standing a little bit still, but again, it's that four check. A lot of open ice here with this four on four. Now that's gotta be Tyler Sagan. That's his guy up high. Instead, he goes to the slot. His Radulov's got the other defense. Both forwards miscommunication. That gives time and space in a four on four and an electrifying shot by 55 and one. I'm gonna have to disagree with NBC Sports announcers on this one. Ben Bishop got a very, very clean look at that puck. When Pareko initially got the puck, no, he couldn't see very much. But once Pareko took that shot, I thought he had a very good track on it, but it just went past his glove side. You guys have heard me say it before, and I've tried to explain it. Pareko just doesn't have a fast shot. It's just a heavy, heavy shot. The puck feels heavier. and, and Unless you're a goaltender, unless you've been hit with a puck like that, you just can't explain the difference between a normal shot and a heavy shot. And that's exactly what Pareko has. And I know a lot of Blues fans wish he would do this more often 
and I know the coaches wish he would do this more often. That goal by Pareko would be his first of the playoffs. O'Reilly gets his third assist. Perron gets his third assist. 14 minutes, 25 seconds in. The Blues are back in this game, but getting back within one goal would not last very long. And less than 30 seconds later, Matthias Schienmark gets his first goal of the playoffs, and the Stars are happy to see him score to make it 3-1. to one. Here comes Janmark down the right side, drops it off. Dickinson, back to Janmark, he scores! 3-1 Dallas, three goals scored during this four-on-four. These are highlight reel goals. This is a thing of beauty by the Dallas Stars. Shen's going to come in and turn the puck over. Dickinson strong in the puck. Dunn's going to get caught flat-footed. Janmark wins the race, creating a two-on-one with Petrangelo. Wow, that is just a beautiful play, AJ. His skates get below the goal line, but his stick does not because he's on the offside. Of course, you coach young kids, you always say, don't skate past the net. And he's there. He's able to bury that pass as it comes along. Vince Dunn is a very young and promising defenseman, but he had a terrible game. And this was an example of it. He's fighting for puck in the neutral zone. He gets beat to it. The puck goes into the offensive zone for Dallas. Dallas heads in. Dickinson has the puck. Vince Dunn did a very great job of catching up to Yanmark, but he slowed down and coasted a little bit and watched Dickinson instead of heading straight to Yanmark, who was wide open, and Dickinson gives it to Yanmark, and Yanmark makes it 3-1. to one. You can say the goal's on Bennington, and maybe he should have saved it, but I think most of the responsibility on that one goes to Vince Dunn in the defense for bad defensive play. As I said earlier, that goal by Yanmark would be his first to the playoffs. Dickinson gets his second assist, 14 minutes, 51 seconds in, and that's the way the first period would end. Both teams had 10 shots on goal, but the Stars really outplayed the Blues big time, and the Blues made just a ton of mistakes. The second period would be very similar. The Blues did get more shots on goal, but I thought the Stars really played physical and got the Blues out of their game. The Blues would outshoot them 14-7, to but there would be no goals scored. Going into the third period, would the Blues get a goal and make it a much tighter game and put the pressure on Dallas in the third period? That's exactly what would happen. Jaden Schwartz, just a minute, 48 seconds in, makes it 3-2. to two. A stretch of a minute, 12 seconds of four-on-four play, and now the Blues! And the shot from Pareko, let's see, the officials will get together. Will this get waved off for goalie interference? I don't, I don't think so. That I think the stick gets there, AJ. I think that's a good goal. Well, by the time the contact with Bishop happens, the puck's in the back of the net, so that's a, reaches out his stick there as he's falling. Great stick by there. Pareko, Schwartz with the redirect. That's the officials still talking about it. Oh, I think that'll be a good goal because I don't see any interference at all. That puck goes off the stick as AJ talked about. I've got to say it. The NBC announcers are terrible. They'd already blown the horn, and the, the officials had already said it was a goal. And then acting like they didn't hear that, they're talking among themselves, well, I don't think so it's going to be called back. It was already called a goal. They are terrible with NBC Sports. But I'm going to get more into that at the end of this podcast. A great shot by Pareko. Schwartz does what he should do, goes straight to the net, puts a stick out, 
and puts it high up into the goal, 3-2, to two, and we've got a game again. That goal was Jane Schwartz's fifth of the playoffs. Pareko gets his fourth assist a minute 48 seconds in. Now, after this, I thought the Blues had some pretty good opportunities, but Bishop played very well in the third period. And on the other end of the ice, Jordan Bennington had to play very well. If the Blues were going to have a chance at coming back and tying this game or winning this game, he had to play well, and he did because the Stars put a ton of pressure on him, but he made some great saves like these. Just over nine minutes remaining in period three. Game two. Loop pass for Ben. Moving in on Bennington. It makes the stop. And then another on Tyler Sagan. Up the ice. Jamie Ben's going to get a whack at it. Tyler Sagan's going to get a whack at it. And Bennington's going to shut it down. You talked about elite goaltending at both ends. There it is on tape. Bennington did his part to keep the Blues in the game. And the Blues had some opportunities in that period. But as I stated earlier, Ben Bishop played very well throughout the game, and he played well in the third period. The Blues had a few chances late, but they were unable to score. The Stars added a late empty net goal with three seconds left to win 4-2. Let's go ahead and head to the stats of the game. Shots on goal, very close. 35 for the Stars, 34 for the Blues. The Stars won the face-off battle, 53% to 47%. The Blues' penalty kill was great. The Stars were unable to score on two power play opportunities, but the Blues' power play was just terrible. 0 for 5, and I think that's the difference in this game. The Blues outhit the Stars 24 to 16. The Stars blocked 18 shots to the Blues' 5. The Stars had 8 giveaways to the Blues' 6. Let's go ahead and head to the post-game interviews. We're going to hear from Coach Craig Berube, Alex Petrangelo, Pat Maroon, and Braden Shin. Craig, they got you two to one in, in, in the four on four play. What what could you have done better there? Well, we got to make a better puck decision in the neutral zone and then back our D up huh, on the play. And there's a few mistakes on it. Just in general in that first period, what what didn't you like? We made a we made a couple of mistakes and they capitalized. Was there transition game a problem for you? Counterattacking? Um, at times when we turned it over, like I think that we got a you know, we turned some pucks over um, in that first period, and they they transitioned well, and they're a good transition team. So, we got to make uh, we got to make better plays there, and make sure we're putting it in deep. For you guys to uh, do better on the power play in future games, what must happen? Well, we got some good looks. I think just again, I thought they they did a good job up ice on us and disrupted our breakout at times. Um, you know, winning the face off is important, obviously. Uh, we we lost some draws and cleared it down, so it kills your momentum a little bit. But um, we had some good looks, but uh, not enough, you know. Um, we got to do a better job of little things, I think, like on our breakout, uh, being more ex- better execution and then face-offs is, you know, execution too. And that'll help for sure. You had almost a minute on the six on four. You feel like you could have been maybe a little more direct there? Or how, how did you see that one play out? Well, when we won, um, we ended up with the puck on the faceoff um, with the power play, and we just we we made a made a bad play and gave it back to him. So if we get the puck there and get set up. We get we can get our goalie out a lot quicker there, and you know we get six on four with more time. Is there anything unique to how Dallas plays that makes it so difficult to get open ice to get get space? Well, they're there? T- it's tight. I mean, um, you know they're they're a good defensive hockey team. Um, they protect 
They protect their area, their net. They protect the middle of the ice really well. So we got to get on the inside a little bit more. But, you know, we had a lot of good looks. Um, goalies make saves. But we got to do a better job of um, traffic on Bishop, taking his eyes away a little bit more. You know, we had a lot of attempts tonight, but um, not enough got through. The, they got a lot of momentum on that last power play with when yeah. Perron was sent off. Uh, it looked like there was shoving going back and forth to both sides. Were you were you okay with that call? Um, not really. No, a little bit of a dive by Bishop, in my opinion. And just more on that, did you feel like at that time you, that's when you really had some sustained momentum there? And yeah, we were going. I thought we were going real well. I, I liked our third period a lot. Um, you know, we gave them that power play. They got momentum off it, obviously, and they got some real. They got some good looks and some shots. Uh, Binner, Binner made some real good saves there, and kept us in it. And then, you know, we had the power play um, late, and like I said, we 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 had that puck and we make a make a good play with it, and we get set up, we get our goalie out, and we get a six on four with more time. When Barbashev went out, uh, uh, how much? Uh was an issue or problem you had to juggle your lines for, well i just put sun sunquist went to the middle just moved some guys around um you know you get some different looks that way i got uh 91 out there with some different lines and things like that so that's all can you describe uh, what you saw out of colton Pareko from a overall standpoint and specifically offensive standpoint yeah he shot shot the puck uh, well tonight he got it to the net uh, was rewarded with a goal and 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 again uh, shorts going to the net with an assist on that play we had him out there at the end. He had a nice shot too. Again, with the goalie, with the goalie out, uh, just tip wide. So his game's really good. I mean, he did. They did a real good job against Sagan's line tonight. I thought. Basically, two one goal games. Is is this what we should expect? For well, it's going to be tight. We're both teams play good defensive hockey. Goalies are playing well. Um, you know, our power play could have helped us out tonight. It didn't. That might have made the difference in the game. Uh, I think. Well, obviously, one one. Yeah, it's. Uh, um, we've been playing well on the road, especially in the playoffs. I mean, we've had some success, obviously, playing in Winnipeg. So, you know, we feel confident going in there. Uh, another tough build in the play-in, but, um, again, we feel confident after what we were able to do last series. Alex, do you need to be a little more mindful? I, you know, obviously your focus is on that um, Sagan line, but uh, their second line with Zuccarello and Hintz and yeah, Dickinson, do you need to be more mindful of those guys? Yeah, obviously, they're the ones that are scoring for them. So, um, We've done a good job in that top line, but uh, I think we can be a little bit better against that secondary scoring, and if we can uh, take that away, I think uh, that's when our depth will really kick in. Did you underestimate them a little bit, or I mean? Uh, no, I think everything that they're getting, we're pretty much giving to them, so we can be better in terms of uh, managing the puck and uh, lessening those opportunities. Yeah, especially goals two and three seemed like they were like transition goals. It was yeah. They're both in four and four play. Were there breakdowns yeah. there? Or? Uh, I just think we've got to be a little bit um, I guess a little bit smarter with the puck and a little bit, um, I guess when it's four and four, you can be a little bit more cautious defensively, there's a little bit more open ice, and usually you got some skilled players out there. But uh, yeah, it's a couple of tough breaks. But again, I think we can be a little bit better with the puck to kind of prevent all those. As a teammate, what did you see from Colton Pareko last night overall? He was, I mean, he's the best player on the ice, I think. I mean, um, he was finding open ice. He's, they're obviously doing a fantastic job against that top line um, but when he has an opportunity to shoot the puck like that and he gets open ice he's gonna he's dangerous Alex you've been good in this postseason on the road but I mean this goes back to the regular season doesn't it just yeah we've been good on the road all year and I think 
Um, you know, I don't think we necessarily played bad last night. I think we had, did a lot of good things. I think we gave ourselves a chance with, uh, especially at the end of the game there. But I think we got to do more consistently throughout a game. And I think on the road we've been doing that. Um, We've, like you said, we've done it all year, especially in the second half. You feel like, I mean, you guys always talk about simplifying things on the road. Is, is it as easy as that? That that's uh, Sometimes, I think, too, and sometimes when you're not getting the matchups, you necessarily don't have a choice but to simplify things and kind of um, play a little bit smarter. But, uh, again, we did a lot of good things last night. I think, you know, a couple of mistakes there gave them those two goals. Other than that, I think uh, we didn't give them a whole lot. Could be a challenge when you can't, when you just talk about not getting the matchups and you can't put Pareko on that top line. Yeah, I mean, obviously him and Bo have played against them, but um, I mean, me and Gunny have played with against them last night too. So um, again, up front, you got almost every line can play against them. I mean, Barbie's line played against them a bit last night, so I think we uh, we can use our depth. I think that's why we've been successful on the road. We've been using everybody, but uh, we'll still find a way to get their matchups when we can. Is there any one thing that's toughest about playing <coughs> Dallas? Maybe that distinguishes them from, say, Winnipeg. I mean, it just seems like there's not a lot of open ice. Uh, I mean, there wasn't much against Winnipeg either. I mean, both teams want to score in the transition and on the rush. And again, when we're given those opportunities, they're going to have an opportunity to score. Winnipeg was the same thing. So um, we had success when we managed the puck the right way. So I expect uh, I expect more of that tomorrow. How would you assess where the series is, is at right now in terms of the team's play and everything? Uh, I would think, you know, we obviously would like to take two at home, but the good thing is we, we've won one at home and they took one, but I think right now we haven't showed them our best. I think there's got to be more compete. Our compete level's got to go higher. Uh, you know, we played a really tough Winnipeg team, and uh, so we got to find ways to go into Dallas. We're a good road team, so I'm fully confident, but we, they haven't seen our best, so that's a good thing. So I think once they see our best, uh, it's going to be a good series. You almost feel like some of your best has been on the road here lately? Yeah, I think so. I think all year it's been like that. You know, I think at home, I don't know why, I don't know what it is, but we struggle, but you know, that's, it is what it is, but we got to put it behind us now. It's tied to, it's tied one, one, uh, you know, we're going in tomorrow. We got to find way, got to find a way to win. Uh, they're a good team. Their goalie's good. Um, and their secondary scoring has been good, so I think our secondary scoring needs to step up a notch, just like the Winnipeg series. But we got to find ways to just compete, play hard. I think we're playing hard, we're competing hard, but it's just competing smart, you know, discipline, and you know we can't give up two two-on-ones and turnovers and stuff like that. To, it's in between the ears now. What do you feel like has distinguished your play on the road? Uh, I just think we get to our game right away, and maybe we like playing on the road in front of the other fans. I just think bonding with the guys and being with the guys on the road and makes it a, a, a lot different. And, you know, I feel like we just establish our game right away. At home, I don't feel like we just we wait for them to come at us instead of dictating the play right away. And I think on the road, we try to dictate the play right off the bat, and we get to our game right away. And I don't know why that happens. It's a weird game like that, but we're fully confident going into Dallas right now. So... Tied 1-1. We're still in a really, really good spot. Yeah. Heck, you could say you're, you're in a game ahead of last series because you lost your first two at home last series. So Yeah, <laughs> that's true. We're in a good – yeah. You know, winning two in Winnipeg and then obviously uh, losing two at home. So, uh, yeah, we're ahead of it right now. Just got to stay focused. Got to stay ready for the grind. It's going to be a long, tough series again. They're a great hockey team. And there's a reason why both teams are where they're at right now. And we can't take anything lightly. 
and got to find ways to just go in there, compete hard, do the right things, and just get to our game quick. I think Bishop's touching the puck way too much. We've got to find ways to place the puck a little easier, place the puck where we can get on the forecheck and uh, not not make it easy on them. And you know, when he touches the puck, it's easy breakouts. Um, you know, I think we've we've obviously won and won. Um, Still feel like we can play better, uh, get to our game uh, a little bit quicker. Um, there's been some times in the game where it's almost a feeling out process, and we just got to, uh, you know, um, you know, get to our game quicker, play harder, um, you know, play off hockey. Uh, we just got to want it more, and, and that's what it comes uh, down to. That's it. it. Feels like you maybe get to that game a little quicker on the road. Why is that? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess. Uh, really, no one to impress, no distractions. Just worry about yourself, uh, worry about each other, and uh, just find a way to win hockey games. And that's what we did in the last series. This is basically, at least so far, it's just kind of the series you expected, though, right? Against these guys. Yeah, we we knew we uh, here going into it, you weren't gonna. Uh, chances are, weren't gonna get the sweep. So, um, one and one through two games here, uh, we've had chances, uh, uh, a lot of chances to score goals. Goalies have played uh, real well. You knew that was gonna happen going into the series as well. So, um, we gotta do a better job of uh, getting to the net, make it harder on the defenseman, make it hard on uh, Bishop, because uh, uh, you know chances are the the shots that he's uh, seeing, he's gonna stop. Can you describe the connection you've had with Schwartz overall? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, it's just one of those things where you you know a player after playing with them for a full year last year and a little bit this year, and and um, you know you can just tell he has a swagger back, he has his confidence back, uh, he's making good plays with the puck, he's uh, tight turning in the corners, finding the open guy, and then uh, when he gets a chance, he scored right now. So he's a, fun, a lot of fun to play. I thought we enjoyed playing with him, and uh, hopefully keep her going here in the in the series. You had Fabry with you guys for about half of the game. What, what was that like? Was it an adjustment for you and Jade? Uh, no, not at all. Fabs is a good player. He's uh, he's fast. Um, you know, if you even uh, at the end of the game there, I, th I threw one off the wall, and he kind of turned. Uh, nothing into something, and, and we got a scoring chance out of it. He's he's uh, he's able to make plays with the speed. Um, and he's playing really good hockey for us right now. Um, so whoever is on our on our wing tomorrow, or, or whatever the lines are, uh, we just got to go out and worry about you know getting a win. As far as power play goes, do you feel like gaining the zone has been? They've been you know making it tough on you guys to to get zone time. Yeah. And how do you, how do you do a better job I mean, of that? They've done a good job of. Uh, up ice pressure, um, you know, dis disrupting the breakout, but uh, that's up to us. We're going to make adjustments, um, you know, be cleaner. Uh, execution has uh, got to be way better. Um, you know, I think uh, they can pressure up, uh, up ice all you want, but as long as you execute, there's always a guy open, and uh, we just got to do a better job of that. Before I give you my take on the game, I want to make sure everybody knows because I know I'm going to get emails and I'm going to get direct messages on Twitter about this. I'm not trying to be negative. It's great that it's one-to-one. -one. Yeah, it'd be much better if the Blues were up by two games. But I'm happy that it's one-to-one. -one because it could be much worse because the Stars really poured it on in the third period in game one. I just wanted to clarify that I'm not trying to be negative. Because every time I tend to go into negative stuff after the Blues win or lose, a lot of people want me to bring out nothing but positive. And I'm just not going to do that. Because there's negatives and positives in wins and losses. And you got to bring out both. The positive in this game that I liked, Jordan Bennington gave up three goals in the first period. The Blues defense didn't play well. But I thought Jordan Bennington overall had a good game. Especially I thought he played great in the second period. And he played great in the third period. So I'm not knocking Jordan Bennington because I know a lot of people probably think I am. 
he had a good game. A lot of people are blaming him. Well, you know, he let in three goals on just 10 shots. You got to look at why he let those goals in, the circumstances around it. Is there another reason why those goals were scored? And in my mind, the defense was very bad in the first period, and there were too many mistakes, and that's what led to the goals. Is Jordan Bennington perfect like some people think? No, he's not. He's a young goaltender who's very confident in his abilities because he should be. The Blues need to cut down on mistakes. It's as simple as that. If you take away the mistakes in the first period, this game could have very easily been one to nothing Blues. The mistakes will kill you. They are magnified in playoff games because when you get behind three to one after one period, it's just such an uphill battle. Cut down on the mistakes and you probably have a different result. Not taking anything away from the Stars because you know what a good team does? A good team capitalizes on the mistakes and that's exactly what they did. So if the Blues improve on the power play, because that was a big reason why they lost two, 0 for 5. They cut down on the mistakes and they play stronger defensively. We should see a much better game from them in game three. Now let's get to the NBC Sports thing that I brought up earlier. I'm just a Blues podcaster. I talk about other topics around the NHL, but I mainly talk about the Blues. I try to be unbiased. Some of the Blues podcasts aren't. It's either all negative or it's either all positive. I try to be somewhere in the middle. I bring out the negative aspects and I bring out the positive aspects. NBC Sports announcers are biased. It's so gushy about the stars. Anytime the stars did anything, just went on and on and on. And it's not just me that have noticed this. I have seen tweets and I have heard from other fans of other teams stating the same thing. NBC Sports will pick a favorite and they will just stick with that favorite no matter what. That favorite could be losing three to one, three to nothing, and they will go on and on and on about it. In the Islanders-Pittsburgh series, I heard it and saw it. Pittsburgh was down three games to nothing. And half of that game four, they went on and on about Crosby and Malkin. And it's, it's sad to see a professional entity like that do that. If you have your own favorite, that's fine. But as an announcer, you have to be unbiased. If one team does something, bring it out, whether it's positive or negative. If the other team does the same thing, you should bring it out also. You shouldn't just get excited when one team scores and you don't get excited when the other team scores. You can hear it in their voices. You can hear how excited they are when one team scores over the other team. Something should be done about it because it's not a professional call of a game. When you start taking sides, it no longer becomes professional. And I know a lot of people are probably thinking, well, you're just saying that because the Blues lost. No, I'm not saying that because the Blues lost. Because game one, the Blues won. And 80% of the positive things that were said were about the Stars. And I've seen it in every series. NBC Sports announcers picks a favorite and they get more excited when that favorite does something good. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Until next time, 
Let's go blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go blues!